Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, leadership and social issues. We want to engage in ideas and what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, please visit our website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of the Humanity Matters Show. I'm your host, Philip Fletcher, and my co-host today is the queen herself, Nicole Fletcher. What's going on, Nicole? Hey, babe. <laughs> okay. Write <laughs> right, it in. Write it in. Just a little bit. So, as always, before we get started, remember to connect with me on any of the social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or over at the World Wide Web, philipfletcher.org, where you can subscribe to the weekly newsletter, Daily Personalist Living and Leading, and you'll get a newsletter on Sundays. I promise no spam. It'll be inspiration and motivation and some great questions to start your week. As always, if you want to become a supporter of this work, go over to patreon.com. Look at my name, Philip Fletcher, PhD, and you can become a supporter for as little as a cup of coffee, $5, and you'll get access to writings, podcasts, and videos that I don't release live or over on the YouTube channel. And weekly, check out the Humanity Matters podcast, all right, where you listen to Anchor, Spotify. Google Play, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast content, and you can get a great podcast, a replay of this show, as well as the Daily Personalist Living and Leading that comes out on Mondays. So that will be awesome. All right. You got to turn down your uh, mic a little bit, Nicole. All right. All right. Good deal. So, Nicole, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Phil. How are you? I'm doing fantabulous. So how can people connect with you on uh, your different social media? Oh, well, I didn't know I would have that opportunity. So you can connect with me on um, Instagram, Facebook, my website, um, nurturingarrowsdulacoach.com. Um, and like just all the things most people know how to get in touch with me. You can usually hit me up on the socials on the socials. Yeah. All right. I was trying to on this back end, try to find yourself, but we'll have to work on that. Okay. Well, yes. you wouldn't let me do anything. So I, well, Hey, I don't want you to break anything. That's also true. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> so check this out. So we're at the house, right? And I walk in you know, shut the office down. She's got some Tupac playing on the record player. And it's skipping. And I'm like, what's going on? 
And she I said, told "I clean you it. skipping first, though. I told yeah, you." But then you clean the album, and then you clean the needle. And I was like, "What are you doing?" So, yeah, yeah. What did you tell me after that? Don't tech. You break technology. Leave it alone. You deal with organic stuff. That's great. Stick with that. You know these people? Yeah. Oh, okay. I Colby's. know Trina. Yeah. Yeah, Dominique. Yeah. Trina, yeah. Colby's. Yeah. Like Colby's my client. That's my girl. Okay. Yeah, oh. she's she's a fan. She's an AKA. She's one of your sisters. Oh, is she? Well, hey, A five, right? <laughs> that, all that good stuff. So. We're getting on here today because we were sitting on the couch. I was watching The Office, and I was like, ooh, this is a good time for us to do, like, ice and ignorance. And we was like, no. And then I said, like, lockdowns and laughs. And Nicole was like, okay, that would be fun. So we're just going to have a conversation. I got some topics we're going to bring up. I'm going to bring up. Oh, wow. talk about them, you know? Some light, some a little funny, a little serious. Whoa, right, poke the bear a little bit. Y'all will be okay. This is not a safe place. All right. So put your big boy pants on and your big girl pants on. It'll be okay. All right. Nicole. What's up? What do you think about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Oh my gosh. What about that? It's called Bel Air, right? Sure. And I love yeah. it. I. Okay. I feel like it is a darker twist on its its own unique thing. So it feels like a little bit of a darker twist on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but maybe just a little bit more realistic. And it's set in, it's not set in the 90s, it's set in like the 2000s, but really does honor and make reference to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But it really digs deeper into... Um, the characters and um, I I love it. I'm like ready for the next um, episode to come. We mm-hmm. we get into shows and we watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. like all the episodes uh, at one time. And I always regret that, but I'm always glad that we did. So it's it's a, it's a pain. It's a struggle. Who's your favorite character? Ooh, I mean, I'd have to say Will is my favorite character. Um, okay. Right now, Will is my favorite character, but Jeffrey, like, what? Jeffrey's a pimp. Yes, he is. Yes, yes. Jeffrey, I want to see more of his uh, uh, story develop and stuff, because that'll be interesting. I think, I don't know, maybe he got some, well, he's like British, so maybe some MI6 secrets. Was he British or is he? Well, British or Jamaican or something. Yeah, but you know they got like British influence and stuff like that. So, okay. Yeah, I like the. I actually like Carlton. I like how his character. He's trying to wrestle with who he is as a young man. Obviously, who he is as a black man. They go to that Bel Air prep school. I thought it was interesting. Let's get into this. Let's talk about this, Nicole. How do you feel about the use of the N-word? Because there was that scene, right? Carlton and them, there was in the locker room. What? You can't tell it. Well, why not? I mean... Okay. You might have to say spoiler alert or something. 
if people, it's in four episodes. Like, if you haven't seen it by now, I probably, you're probably not going to watch it. So, anyways, so Joe Rogan, I don't know if you know who he is, but he's a podcaster, right? Mm-hmm. And this got me thinking because somebody took like some clips of him back in the day and they like mm, edited it in such a way uh, every time he used the N word. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it nigger, N I G G E R, right? They made it appear as if he was using it in a salacious way and not quoting somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So that got me to thinking. You know, in the the Bel Air episode, Carlton is in the locker room and all the the white students are rapping that song. And you're like, they're going all in using N-I or using nigga, N-I-G-G-A, right? And Will comes in and he gets hot and, you know, a whole thing happens. So what do you think? What do you think about that? Should we use that word? Should that word be used? Okay, so I'm just going to tell you, it's making me twitch as you're saying it in the in this video, like I'm twitching. Um, So I don't use it myself. I, you know, I know people that do. And I feel like that's I know black people that do. And I feel like that is your prerogative. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't want to use it myself. I don't want it used around me. And mm-hmm. I don't appreciate, if I'm going to be real honest, what I don't appreciate is a lot of the artists, musicians or music artists, putting it in their lyrics. And then, like, I feel like causing street street brawls, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, when you're just listening to music and you're like, da, 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 whatever, saying the words, then you just end up saying words. And I find myself critiquing people and, like, looking you know, like on TikToks and different things like that, mm. when there's they're sing, singing a thing and the N word comes up, yeah, I'm like looking, especially if they're white. I'm looking to see, like, did you close your mouth? Did you go out of your way to like not say the word, or yeah. are you saying it in like just common banter? And so I feel like the gravity of the word has shifted, okay. and. It's tricky to me. I, I feel like it's a tricky narrative because the gravity of the word, I feel like is the same, but it's also shifted to where, you know, depending upon the intention, you know, when people talk about how do you, what do you mean? Like your intention behind the word or whatever, behind yeah. what you're saying. And so I feel like the, it's shifted a little bit and it's, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like people can be two faced and I don't appreciate it. Like yeah. if you're going to say it, then I guess you got to be comfortable hearing it out of all kind of people's mouths. And if right. you want to fight when you hear somebody say it that doesn't look like you or I, then you might want to adjust your use of it or yeah. your use of it in mixed company, I guess. I just, I'm not for it. Yeah, I'm not for So in common parlance or language communication, I'm not going to use it either. Uh right for the cases of something like this, it's I'm going to use it because I think it's instructive. I thought it was interesting. You know, you look at it like you got a podcaster um, who was quote unquote exposed using the word. you got a television show. So you got NBC, Peacock, who are making money off of actors who are actually using the, act, um, the N-I-G-G-A 
word, and there's been no kind of blowback because it was white actors who were using that. Now, someone might say, well, someone may say, well, they were actors, but does that change the use of the word? Because you're saying white people should not use nigga, N-I-G-G-A, and especially N-I-G-G-R, but it's okay in this setting right here, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember, like, you remember, like, there'll be times like DMX, Kendrick Lamar, like, they would leave, like, crowds of people saying the word, right? Yeah. And, like, nobody would get mad or anything like that. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out, why you mad, bro? You know? Like, y'all getting paid off of it. Like, I don't know. So, But it's inconsistent. So, like, the is. thing is, not everybody's mad about it. And like you bringing up that point about it being in the show and then no one, you know, there's no, no flack, if you will. Um, It's just inconsistent. And so, you know, to, for the white people out there, I'm sure they're just as confused as everybody else. Then you got black people that are confused about like what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And, you know, with the music and just all the things. Do you think we're confused? I mean, I'm not confused. Hmm. I think, I think black people are confused with this term in the sense of the inconsistency. Meaning if you feel like it's a degrading term, uh, right? Then don't use it. It don't use it and and hold everybody accountable who uses it regardless don't of Don't use it. Okay. Period. Okay. You done lost 4 or 5 followers on this topic. Hmm. I, I, I mean this is the stuff that we should be talking about, though. Yes. My thing is this. If a brother or any other person who's not, quote, unquote, black came up to me and called me, hey, nigga, or what's up, my nigga, or you nigger, right? I would be equally mad at all of them because that's not me. That's like... That's equal application. Like, right. because the word means the same thing. It means ignorant. Whoever, I mean, if if somebody came up and called, you know, you a bitch, right? Or mm-hmm. if one of your best friends came up and called you, what's up, my bitch? I would be equally mad at every one of them because you're not that. You see what I'm saying? Okay. That, you know, that's my thoughts on it. Like, I look at those words, right? And any... Uh, word that has a racial connotation to it specifically, like just don't use them at all. How do you rob them of its power? Don't use them. How do you rob them of its power? Be like, you're not going to call me that. I don't care who you are, you know? So I thought that was interesting. Hey, if y'all got a question for me and Nicole, it's lockdowns and laughs. We are in Conway, Arkansas. And the ice came today. And so we've been in the house. I've been wanting some ice cream and some snacks. I got my vegetarian over here, you know. How's that going? Great. Is it? (laughs) It is going great. And so you're wanting all these things and it's really your gut bacteria Who's wanting these things? You want all these snacks and stuff. Oh, I, yes, I, yes, yes. 
yeah, yeah. you're wanting these snacks, like yeah. desserty things. And um, really, it's because your gut microbiome is mildly out of control. And so they're like, oh, feed me, feed me, feed me. And we're not doing it. So we're going to kill them. And how do you kill them? You feed it what it needs. You feed, you don't like, basically, you kill them by starving out the, uh, like, their thirst, if that makes sense. So, like, if you feed it, it will continue to grow. If you don't feed it, it starves and dies. So, depending upon what bacteria you're feeding, they're going to grow. They're going to thrive or they're going to die. Okay. And there's that. Well, Kobe says everybody loves ice cream, Nicole. Hold on, Kobe. Listen, what I made for you, I made some sorbet and I like got it. Like I got it. And what we did was I did organic uh, fruits. I pureed it with some coconut water and just enough to get it like a nice, mm, stuck it in the freezer. He was able to scoop that up. You didn't even know the difference. It was better than. It was better than that stuff you get at the store because it's trash out there. I'm oh, that sherbet, that sherbet, that sherbet was pretty. That sherbet, that, that, that was pretty smack, smackalicious. Bam. I can do that. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, you gonna make some later? That would be awesome. Sure. See, there that is. Like, I'm happy to make some later. Righteous. Good. All right, so. I guess people can hit you up. They want to learn more about that stuff, huh? Yeah. So I'm I partnered with a superfood company that has really transformed my life. Um, huh? Go ahead. Um, that has really transformed my life. And I Miriam. am. Can you stop talking underneath me? Jeez. <laughs> that has really transformed my life. Okay, you got a drink in your mouth. Um, and so I'm now more, I'm more plant-based, 90% um, raw in my diet, um, meaning foods that grow from the ground that can be plucked, washed off, and consumed. Um, that's what I'm taking in. And then I have my core foundation, which is um, the core four. Um, it's a power shake. It's like 97% of your daily nutrients in one drink. And then I've got Super Aminos 23, which is 30 grams of protein that hits your body in 23 minutes. Like what? Bam. And then a biomedic, which helps remove this chemical pesticide called glyphosate. It's the active ingredient in Roundup that's sprayed over crops and vegetables, all that jazz. It's a whole problem that we're dealing with. You guys don't know about it. Look it up. Um, and then an apothecary, which is what I've got in my nice little mug here. And it helps with um, increasing the uh, melan- melatonin. Sorry, I always get that mixed up. I always want to say melanin, but it's melatonin and it uh, helps you sleep better. Melanin, melatonin. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I should do the tone. Like well, There you go. Right? Good yeah. Deal. Hey, everybody, it's Philip Fletcher with Nicole Fletcher, and we're doing Lockdown Laughs. It is Wednesday, February 23rd. It is three days from my birthday. I'll be 49. Woo Down to the 50. You want to cash at me for my birthday? Just hit me up on Cash App, Dr. Philip Fletcher. You'll find me. Or you can Venmo me as well, the same username or whatever. Hey, $5 goes a long way. 
if you see behind me, these are some of my hobbies. The next somebody thing I'm about said, who? Somebody said that stuff is gonna make you blacker. What? That I don't know what that means. Anyways, I don't even know what that is. That's funny. Wait, so my next big Lego, I just finished building the R2-D2, 2,000 pieces of greatness. It's over here on my bookcase. I don't feel like picking it up. Uh, But anyways, my next thing is a Star Destroyer, but that's going to cost me like seven seven bones. That's a lot. Nicole, pull it back. You can't see it. The focus. Where did I go? I don't know. Nicole got her a bonsai tree, like Mr. Miyagi and Karate Kid, trying to get her hooked up on the Lego tip and all that kind of good stuff. So you have to show them the other one that we're going to do together. Yeah, it's the Infinity Gauntlet. Got my Captain America backdrop. Yeah, probably what's going to happen is you're going to go. We're doing it together. Yeah, yeah. We're doing it together. Commit to we'll, it. We'll talk about that. Yeah. You know why we have to do it together? Why? Because it Is took that... the whole team. Oh, that's right. Come... It took the whole team. It took the whole team to come together to get those stones. I and I... Inevitable. Wait, I am... you're not listening to me. Oh, I get excited. Quit. All right. Go ahead. Um... I like lost all my thing. It was beautiful. The whole team came together to get right. all the stones and yeah. I wanted us to come together and build this Lego together. Like yes. we're empty nesters. And so yes. we do, we're doing new things yes. in this season. What am I doing for you? Phil. What? I was reading the comments. What am Gosh. I doing for you? What do you mean? What are you doing for me? We're doing thing, new things in our empty nester season, and I'm doing something for you. What is that? Building Legos. I mean, yeah, but something else. I don't know. Tell, help me out. Maybe I missed it. Help my girl is doing. My girl is doing what? Oh, CrossFit. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, that's right. Put that work in. Thank you. My bad. I'm doing Imperium. You're doing CrossFit. There you That's go. That's right. You got to say the P word. Like, say it. It's not just superfoods. It's Purium. Well, because the reason why, like, it's you don't, purium. people are like, oh, I don't like that. You need to understand the root, the, the depth of it. Okay. You understand I'm, the depth of it before yeah. you're just shouting out names, because then people are like, oh, okay, well, hmm. whatever. When I say I'm going to get a burger, I'm saying I'm going to David's. Okay, I you're need not to know wrong. I ain't going to McDonald's. You're not wrong. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Um, I need you to. Kobe is talking, and I, need I mean, you to Kobe, Kobe, I'm sending you a T-shirt. So let me know your T-shirt size in the comment section because you are very interactive, and I like that very much. Phil, so women don't want to put their T-shirt size in the comment section. She can inbox me. Okay. Or he? I don't know. Who. She. She. All right. All okay. right. Whew. But you have to post her stuff. Oh, I guess people can see it. I don't know. It depends on where she's posting. She, on Facebook. Oh, okay. Um, and she also said, I'm just gonna read it out loud because I feel like it's important. Hey, I'm I'm moderate. I'm I'm running the show. 
I wish you would just let me have a moment. You're having your moments. I'm letting you talk. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. She knew that. All right. Good deal. Good deal. All right. You got something funny you want to talk about? Something no, funny? because I'm mad now. Are you? <laughs> hey, what's the funniest thing you've seen on TikTok in the last week? Not funny, but disgusting. Oh, let's talk about the horse. Yes. Let's talk about the horse. I might have to show it. Can I show it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm going to look so, it up. I'll, I'll try it. to. I, I got you, Kobe. Got you. So um, it's on Instagram. This is where I saw it. So there was this horse in heat. And I guess both of the horses were in heat. So the male horse sought to mount the female horse. And then I guess the caretaker for the horse um, got in the middle of. Like interceded. Got in the middle of the natural act, grabbed the phallic of the male horse and put the phallic in this tube. And then the horse kept going. And then when it was over, she took the tube and was like dumping the semen all over the place. And I was like, wow. She dumped the semen, babe. Like I think she did. They didn't dump the semen. They sold it. There was there was stuff that came out, but I think there was semen that they give you give your perspective. Okay. Okay. So I was like, first of all. Um, first of all, can we talk about the size of this phallic symbol? Um, it was gigantor. That kind of blew my it mind. Wasn't but it's a symbol. horse. That wasn't a symbol. Oh, <laughs> that was the symbol. That was full flesh. All right, you're not wrong. Um, but I felt like it was literally the size of my height from ground to the top. I was like, what is that? But it's a horse. So but what threw me was like the horse was kind of, you know, in heat, like Phil said, and was pursuing the mirror. Isn't that a female, um, you know? Anyways, Bobby says I might be done with this combo. Anyways, but pursues the mirror. And then the, the trainer with no gloves, no nothing, literally grabs the penis of the horse and shoves it in this little hole thing and then lets the horse finish. And then guess what, you guys? They take the semen and like sell it to like other whatever breeders and make money off like horses, like trying to do their thing. And I'm like, how disappointing was that? So the female horse, like was she in heat and was she like (laughs) open to having this? And got nothing, and then I don't know. I just I it was sad. Did you find it? I no, I can find it. Then I realized, you know, I read and I have, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But, oh yeah, because it's recorded. Yeah, yeah, it's re- yeah. So I mean, I ain't never it seen was on like my that stories. Yeah, I ain't never seen nothing like that before. I mean. And I don't want to. That dude was like. You need to go to single screen to like. 
Hold on. Okay, we need to move on. This is enough on this topic. Hold on. That horse was like, and then that woman, she was like, anyway, so I digress. All right. Hey, like I said, this is locked down and laughs. You can't laugh at this. I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help you. I don't know hey, Bobby, you. don't leave. You want to stay. Stay with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you got a question or a comment, it's Dr. Philip Fletcher and Nicole Fletcher's Lockdown Last for February, Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. If you want to connect with uh, my bride, visit her website, nurturingarrowsdoulacoach.com. I'm going to have to update that website because things Do are changing. It's just things are changing, right? You got to keep up, right? That's also true. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. And you can connect with me on my website, philipfletcher.org, and all that kind of good stuff. Sign up for the newsletter and all that kind of good stuff. All right. So uh, Bobby says, Lydia and I are cracking up. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yes. Uh Didi, which episode of The Office are you on? Dominique, so I am on the episode where Michael and Holly, uh, Holly has returned because Toby is on jury duty for the Scranton Strangler case. I feel like such a nerd. It's the Valentine's Day episode. And Michael and Holly have decided to move in together and all of that good stuff. So that's where I'm at on it. Again, Michael gives me fits. Jim and Pam are cute. I love Andy. Andy is great. Andy is very talented. I need them to get rid of uh, what's the skinny boy's name? Gabe or something like that. I need, need some facial hair. He bothers me. Okay, you and Dominique can have your office. Yes. So, yes. I'm watching it, Dominique, but I'm just not like I'm not. It's funny. Uncle Phil is like in it in a way that I Nicole, like, you're dying at the office. Like, come on now. I mean, I'm in it, but like my obsession is mildly less than yours. Mm. But you have to admit it's something to get into. True. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Some of you passed dinner party. How did you like it? Oh my gosh, Dominique. I don't remember these episodes like you do. Like, they move. I laugh. You did pass the dinner party and you didn't call your niece and she was not happy. Oh, my bad. Yeah, so, you passed it. I love them. I have not had an episode I didn't like. That first season, though, was rough. Like, I've gone on record and saying. But it's giving me an idea. I want to do kind of like an office episode in my nonprofit. I think that would be funny. Because oh, two of my staff good. members are nerds about the office. Shout out to Abby and John. So, all that good stuff. Let's see. Here. Colby wants to know. She wants to hear a, some funny family stories. Mm. Mm. You can choose one. Well, it's I feel pressure. What's funny? What, what was, what's the last funny thing that happened? I don't know. Y'all, this is supposed to be locked down and laughs and like I know, right? We struggling. We struggling. Yeah. Oh man. Always good to laugh at other things. Yes. 
Okay, let's talk about... Let's talk about Biden. We can laugh at him. No, Phil, that's too heavy. Not doing that. Like, no, not today. That's what she said. In you. Um, I'm trying to think of a funny family story. I should invite the kids on. No, we're not inviting our kids on. God, no, please. Why? Because that would be that the would be story. a dumpster fire. That would yeah. be the funny story. And I have no edit button. Yes, I have no beat button for one of our kids. Let's talk about how we believe. <laughs> okay, I do have a funny story, you guys. So, Nashe um, is. Dang, our do we got to name them? Do we? Yeah, because this is fun. She, you know, Najee would want her credit. Uh, was she? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. So okay. we had a family activity. My uncle, Uncle D, is a pastor. And so he plays, um, he's like really good at, what's the game, Phil? Connect Four. Connect Four. So like we were sitting around and like there was so lots of family around and everybody was, you know, chilling. Older, younger, my mom's siblings were all there. And we're all just having a blast. And so we're rotating whoever can be Uncle D and then like get up and move, rotating, whatever. So Najee is like at the table and she's like giving Uncle D the business. So she's like winning and she's beating him. And so it becomes like a whole thing about him, like her winning. So she makes a move. She ends up losing. And then she like cusses. She's like S or something, right? And then everybody's like looking. And so then she got the name of like the cousin, the cousin niece. And so when my uncle, he, um, he had an injury, he wasn't well, whatever. And then put me back on the screen, Phil. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Telling my story. Anyway, she wasn't well. So she called my mom and was like, grandma, I'm going to call Uncle D and I'm going to, you know, just check in on him. And so my mom was like, okay, great. And then Najee goes, I promise I won't cuss, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just really funny. So, like, her little nickname is, like, the cussing niece. And she's very much, like, herself, like, at all times. I think we've done well with that with our kids. Like, they're very much themselves at Too all times. Too much time. themselves, yes. Probably so. Probably yes. so. Um, yes. But they're very much themselves at all times. Yes. Let's talk about how you feel about dating. People dating your daughters. I don't. Next. Ooh. What's there to say? I mean, feel one day. One day. But that today is not that day. How do you know? Because, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to get on here. I'm going to say some things. People will be like, dang. Like, kind of hard. But I'm like, I think that's what's necessary. I think you got to run through the gauntlet. I really think you do. Unapologetic about it. You know, there's too many soft boys out there. I see them. Soft. I don't know what's going on. Too much cuddling and stuff like that. Not Too much cuddling does not make you soft, bro. You know, what I mean is let them boys fall off their bikes. Let them fall off their skateboards. Like, let them sit there and like sell soothe for mm. a minute. Don't put a band Instead of on what? Star. What do you think is happening? Um, 
what I think is happening. Yeah. Hey, this is supposed to be funny. I'm not. Mamas, mamas, stop rescuing your sons. Like, let them be boys. Let them grow up. Let them feel some pain. Let them figure some stuff out. Let them get punched in the face, tackled, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's going to be okay. Punched in the face? For what? I mean, I'm using that to say, like, they have to be able to engage in conflict and be able to resolve it. In some cases, what's going to be resolved is not going to happen in words. And so I need to know that 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 young man who's coming in the door, I need to know he's been in at least one fight. Because if he's with my daughter and I need to know he needs to know how to defend not only himself, but more importantly, is able to defend and protect my daughter. And if you ain't never been in a fight, like at least once or like face down a bully or just felt like, oh, my gosh, somebody's about to punch me. Like, uh, I don't know, bruh. Did you play some football, some soccer, some type of physical contact? Like, yeah. Yes. All right. There are some people out there that don't want to solve things with words. That's just the reality. Okay. So in the converse, right? Or on the opposite. So okay. you're saying boys need to like learn how to toughen up, right? Learn how yeah. to endure some things, yeah. go through some hard stuff, yeah. all of that. Yeah. I support that. What yeah. would you say the girls, the women need to learn? Woo, you about to put me in a corner. You really? Women are nurturers. All okay. right. Women are nurturers. They are, if men are the... By design, the givers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, we I support it. About the horse, right? Yeah. Women, by nature, are the ones who carry and nurture okay. and provide the nourishment and all of those types of things, I right? Them with so it is nothing wrong because I know we live in a society right now that that is rejecting... Mm, what is traditionally acceptable regarding what it is to be a woman and what is traditionally acceptable and what it is to be a man. But mm-hmm. biology does not lie. And if you don't believe in God, the evolutionary process does not lie. The mm-hmm. male is the, is the giver, the mm-hmm. protector, whereas the female is the nurturer, is the nourisher. All and it's, So if you don't believe in God or any higher stuff, look at the evolutionary process. I can come from both sides. Either way, it cannot be denied. So for my ladies, it's okay to learn how to nurture a home. It's okay. There's, I think there's an old African proverbs that that women raise the future leaders. Mm, Yeah. So here's something. Maybe one of the reasons we don't have as many compassionate male type leaders, right? Because, let me be careful as I'm saying this. What is lacking is the opportunity for women to 
infuse within those males what it means to be compassionate and to be empathetic and sympathetic because that is more of a feminine trait than it is a masculine trait. Just ask. So if you have a man who is nurtured by a man, all right, to be a protector, to be a provider, right? To be one that works in the midst of hard things and to do dangerous things. And at the same time, you also have a woman present that teaches that man to be a nurturer, compassionate, sympathetic, empathetic. Then you are producing a more integrated young man that's going to go out into the world. The same thing for for a woman, right? You have a young girl being raised up. She is seeing in the man, oh, this is what protection looks like. This is what provision looks like. Oh, yes, even I can learn how to protect myself to a degree, how to provide for myself, all right? But I also understand what it is to carry out being compassionate, empathetic, sympathetic, creative, innovative, which is typically, again, on the feminine side. Again, looking at the evolutionary process, not trying to like uphold the patriarchy and all that kind of stuff. I'm just trying to look at what history shows and what happens in nature, right? Okay, so I think you did good and maybe didn't fall into any holes or traps that people are going to freak out about later. And if they do... Dietrich says this baseball count. Yes, baseball counts if when he's rounding third base and that ball is coming to home plate and that ball is coming to that catcher and he's rounding third base and there's the strong possibility there's going to be a collision. Baseball, yes, all day, twice on Sunday, Dietrich. I want to talk about what uh, Rhonda said on here, that women need to learn – that they don't have to be people pleasers. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, why don't you tackle that one? Um, I mean, I think women in general uh, struggle with people pleasing. And I think that comes from not understanding your own worth and your own value. And so you're seeking validation from others outside of yourself and you don't know who you are. So because you don't know who you are, you seek to please people. And in your pleasing people, you lose yourself. But the reason why you've lost yourself is because you never knew who you were or are. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So I was reading some studies um, and is looking at, get a little wonky here. Um, In in regard is what is called uh, openness type traits. All right. So if you're more creative, you're more open, open, you're more agreeable, right, okay. to things. And what they found was is that when uh, men and women go in to negotiate salaries, okay, now this goes into the whole thing about equal pay and, you know, so on and so forth, right? What they found was is that when women go in to negotiate those salaries, typically they take the first offer to them. Because they mm-hmm. tend more into the agreeable, openness-type mm-hmm. traits, whereas mm-hmm. men are more closed off, 
conscientious and they're going in. This is what it's going to be. This is what I'm wanting. And they're willing to, they're willing to enter into more of that conflict. Whereas someone who is more agreeable, right. Is seeking not to engage in conflict, Mm -hmm. but is willing to, uh, it's a strong word, but compromise, if you will, or Mm -hmm. take that first offer that is given. Mm -hmm. Right. And so some have recommended, especially for women, when you go into salary type negotiations, you don't take the first thing offered to you, but you assert obviously what it is that you're worth, skills, so on and so forth in that realm. Okay. Um, So when it talks about people pleasing, people pleasing is more those who seek to be more agreeable, um, seek to avoid conflict, uh, seek to avoid any type of tension or anything either at the workplace, home, or any other type of environment. So, um, but again, this is something of biology, right? And uh, things like that. And it just demonstrates the differences that do exist between men and women. As much as people want to say we're just all the same, fundamentally we are, but then in our sameness, there's some different expressions that are higher than others. Now, this is not to say that there are not men who are um, people pleasers as well, because there are, and there are women who are like, this is just what's going to be what it's going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so. Okay, so I want to talk about that a little bit more because I felt like you, um, I don't know, I felt like maybe I, I think a little bit different or uh-huh. maybe in the sense of how we can, how we rub one another. I feel like I, I think, I will not feel like, I know that I have been a people pleaser. Like I have sought the approval of people and all of this type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then through like a really hard period in my life where there were disappointments and and I couldn't please the people. And I realized that the people weren't my God or who I was seeking to serve anyway, because Mm -hmm. there's always going to be someone who doesn't approve, who doesn't agree, who's not on board with what you're talking about or what you're doing. There's always going to be that. And so until you find like, for me, a solid sense of self-worth in my creator. So my creator says, this is who you are. So God determines who I am in his creation of me, (laughs) my purpose and all of that type of stuff. So now I'm able to walk in that because of who I understand, who I know I am in my creator in Christ. So what people think is less, um, the weight of it is less than it once was Mm -hmm. because I'm no longer seeking to please people. And Mm -hmm. there's this passage of scripture that talks about like when you're seeking to please man, you can't please God. Right. So I don't think that the people pleasing is more gender related. I think the people pleasing is more um, identity related. I think when you don't understand who you are, you're willing to take less. And so I think through our marriage and time, you know, the longevity of our marriage, 
um, I am much harder or more direct than I once was. Does that even make sense? Yeah, it does. I, I, yes, I understand from a identity role, right? Mm-hmm. But then also there are just statistically how men and women fall out in like say particular occupations, right? And demonstrate behaviors in general. Okay. Right? That's not to say there's not outliers, right? But that in general, that's that's how it can play out. So if you're looking at a what we call like a bell curve, right? Yeah. If you mm-hmm. drop the line this way, more yeah. than likely you're gonna find men that fall in this or women that fall in this, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't mean you're not going to find find outliers outside oh, yeah. of that yeah. uh, particular curve. So, yeah, you got an identity aspect as to why uh, people, why individuals value outside opinion or don't value it as much. All right. That's one variable. Obviously, another variable, identity, another variable is... You got to take into consideration gender. You got to take into consideration family background. You got to take into consideration culture. You know, um, there's a host of different variables that are at play as to why an individual, but then also why a particular group uh, exhibits those those, uh, behaviors. You know, and that's And that's not to say there's anything wrong with it, Mm -hmm. right, at all. Um, Like uh, some of the most dangerous jobs are actually dangerous jobs where, you know, people got to get like on uh, who work skyscrapers or um, tree cutting and things like that. Those are dominated by males, not by females, right? Whereas you go into the teaching profession, um, obviously the medical profession, um, even in my own profession, nonprofit work is dominated by females. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for why that is. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just how it plays out. But that does not mean you're not going to find a female skyscraper or a male nurse or a male teacher because we know you can find them. Right. Uh, so all those particular things got to come into consideration. We've got a lot of comments coming in. Hold on one I was going to say, we should come up for air, Doc. Like, I know, right? It's, it's. I don't feel very laughy. I mean, well, we're just talking, taking what's coming, you know? I know, but it just feels like, whoa. Okay, it's okay. All right, well, so we got, we got to honor the comments, all right? Okay. So Dietrich said that he's a catcher. All right, make sure he got that gear on. All right, hold on to that ball. Hold on. All right. Uh, Kawazi says. Uh, she's dealt with harsh work environments and tend to leave. All right. Uh, it got to the point where I began questioning one. It must be me because it can't be all these people. Two. Do I not have grit because I don't want to stay in an unwelcoming and stressful work environment. And three, maybe I should stick up more. I don't know. Ultimately, she continues on. Ultimately, I left the job and haven't gotten another one since 
and working harder as an entrepreneur. All right. So, Kwesi, here's my encouragement for you. So in that entrepreneurial role, you're really in that creative mindset, right? You are laying the foundation, the groundwork, the infrastructure for the new work, your entrepreneurship, right? And then there comes a point where you move from being the entrepreneur to someone who is running the business, right? So there comes that transition there. So big encouragement to you, but also remember this, how you were treated at your workplace by not being the boss, make sure those lessons you learned, you learn from those so that you don't create that kind of culture because now you're the boss. All right, keep that in mind. Uh, Tara says, I remember reading that article and study about women not negotiating high salaries due to conversation. I think we're discussing more of those outdated gender roles. All right. Uh, that's dope, Quasi. That's dope because my ultimate decision to leave was like, wait, I'm actually dope. Okay. And weighed the facts of my results versus the way my environment wanted me to believe my results was like. I was also 22 to 26 during this transition. All right. Awesome. Good deal. All righty. All right. You got anything else funny to talk about? No. Um, I want to talk about white American ginseng, but. Uh, is that funny? We're about to talk about sex. So if you've got kids listening, you may want to put them in the other room or put headphones or stuff uh, on. So funny. talk about the white people, excuse me, the white American ginseng, Nicole. Go ahead. It's funny. It's funny. Which part? <laughs> okay. Funny. So you guys, I've been taking um, white American ginseng from my superfood company, and it's really changed my Miriam. life. It's really changed my life. It has helped um, like all the things. And so um, now I feel like mildly shy, but I don't know why. Hmm, that's odd. I Wait. mean, are we going to go there? Are you okay with me going there? Are you selling a product? I'm just talking about my experience with it. Oh, but for what purpose? I honestly to talk about my experience with it, but don't wow. slip and don't sleep. If you want to get some, I got you. Holler. Get that bag. Then leave. Peace out. Sorry. Right. Um, no. Seriously though, white American ginseng really does help with uh, issues like um, increasing like your libido, um, increasing your um, like moisture which is awesome and something that a lot of women actually struggle with is like vaginal dryness. So that may be something that you haven't thought about before, or maybe you're just, you know, regularly moist, but then this kind of takes you up to like another level. And then also can like increase your uh, response time, your simulation and orgasmic experience. So, um, I just want to throw that out there. Like I got it and I started taking it really to help my adrenal glands, um, to take the pressure and the stress off my green adrenal glands because of my career 
and like being on the go all the time. So legit, that's what I got it for was to help like relieve stress off my adrenal glands. I also take something called Be Energetic to help do that as well. But then what happened was all this other stuff. Baby, let me tell you. Phil, come back on the screen so you can tell the people. I'm a private individual. I don't talk about that stuff. That's why I asked. Are you okay? You can you you sold the product perfectly. So if you want what I call, so here's the funny thing about the title of this stuff. All right. It's called white American ginseng. When Nicole first told me, I said, white people ginseng? Because it's white American. So anyway, so that's the running joke. I'd be like, you're on that white people stuff, right? And no, please laugh. ignore him. Feel stop. Well, I, I thought this was lockdown laughs. Okay, well, I'm not laughing. That's ridiculous. I mean, come okay. on. We got, we got people that are black that follow us. We got people that are white. We're like the United Nations. Do we? Conway. Do we? We are. Do we? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Like, I mean, look at your profession. I mean, you got a lot of white midwives and doulas around you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at my profession. I got a lot of white folks around me. Y'all good people. I'm just saying. But we got black people around us, Latino people around us. Like, we like the United Nations. I'm just saying. We don't discriminate. We love all y'all the same. We love all y'all the same. If you want somebody on your side, you want the Fletchers on your side. Bro, like, Bro, like we we are some ride or die type people. Like, that's what's up. We that part right like, there. Just that saying, part. Like when that. I talk about when I say like, yes. okay, now we got another topic, and I know you're probably gonna be like Nicole, we gotta go. But listen, I don't know where are we at. We have 57 minutes. We can go like another 15. Okay, listen, when I say the Fletchers are riders, like, all the way around, like, like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think you understand. And let I know just, families. Just, you go ahead, I'm going to drink my tea. Go ahead. Okay, I know families have, like, you know, a term that comes to mind is, like, hood for one another, right? Mm. Like, they have each other's back and different things like that. Right. I feel like our family's hood and is on a whole nother level. One for each other. And then for those that like are grafted in or are a part of the like family, like we about to ride like all the way for you. But the, the problem, my biggest problem with that when I sit down and think about it is how hard we ride for other people. And then it's not always reciprocated. I would say, 95% of the time it's not. But you know, Nicole, I, one of the things I've realized, like our life, it can be a lonely life if you think about it. It is. You know, like, because we like, like we've lived in Arkansas for 15 years, April. Yep. April mm -hmm. 4th. 15 mm -hmm. years. 15! It's a long time. It is a long time. It is. We in Arkansas. It is in Arkansas. Anyways, 
But like okay. we okay. look at everything like a forest, right? And we got like mm -hmm. a we got like an axe and a butter knife, and like we just like mm, mm. We're like come on, man. come on, right? And somebody's over there like, can you help us over here, please? And we'd like we keep chopping with our butter knives over here. We come over here and we'd be like, hey, can you help? And it'd be like crickets, crickets, crickets. We're like, all right. But I tell you what, you hit us on that text message, phone call, or whatever. For some reason, we'd be there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is that a gift or is that, what is that? You know, it's kind of like, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I honest. would say that for sure. I mean, because at the end of the day, if you call, I'm going to be like, okay, I got you. I'll see how I can help. I may use a little bit of my social capital, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's me, you know. I know you, you, we do two different types of work, you know, so. So, um, yeah, I mean, even down to our kids, um, they're definitely in it. But we, I mean, we just support people. We go hard for people because I feel like at the end of the day, that's what we're called to do, like, is really to support, like, each other and people and help build people up, empower them, help them yeah. to see I think the struggle that I've had in my lifetime with that is um, I've believed harder for people than they believe for themselves. You know what I mean? I see more in people than they're willing sometimes to see in themselves. And I've learned now how to take that step back and go, okay, I'm, you're going to have to go through this. You're going to, I got my little butter knife. We got our butter knives over here. Understand we have butter knives. We don't have, saws blah, blah blah so we're working really hard but if you're not willing to work on your stuff as hard i'm gonna fall back because that's enabling and not healthy so well so we don't fall back we keep going forward no 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 fall back from you like let you do uh, your thing oh yeah i got yeah you. yeah no 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 i'm i'm not you. saying fall back in like yeah. lose sight of our mission i'm yeah. saying like okay you're over here. Where's my little camera? You're over here. And like, this is our path. And you're like, help me, help me, help me. And we're like, okay, we're still moving forward. We come over to help. You're not willing to do your thing. All right, we're back on path and you can just stay where you need to. Like, mm -hmm. you got to do you, boo. got to do you. And it's okay. All right. I have a question. What's up? I see you went off camera. Look at me. I'm looking at Steph. What's up? Okay. So... I need you to give one or two lessons that you've learned um, being married to me almost 25 years. Like life lessons, like whatever. Something that you've learned through this marriage. Patience. Okay, so you've learned patience through this marriage. What else? Patience. Bro, come on. Like, I'm being for real. Patience, patience, grace. Three. The patience and patience at the top two. You didn't like that answer? You asked what I learned. You can't no, rob I support me. it. I hear you. Patience, oh, you can't patience. rob me of what I learned. Like your face. I, I'm not trying to like, rob you with nothing. Ain't nobody trying to rob you with nothing. Yeah. No. Patience, patience, and grace. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. All right, your turn. We're supposed to be laughing. You <laughs> based off of that question you just asked me? 
<laughs> excuse me, COVID. Um, I know. Oh, would you stop I it? I, is, I'm sorry. Oh my. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, right? Like, I know you said for me to stay away from this, but I just got to bring this up real quick. Okay? Like, you know we've been in two years of war, right? So when COVID started with under President Donald Trump, they used war language. Front lines, soldiers, we got to beat this, we're in a battle, right? Two years, right? And then when this Russia... Ukraine stuff started happening. Have you heard anything about COVID, really? No, but they're talking about a new war. Now, a proxy war, because that's what it is, and what's happening with Ukraine and Russia. Like, this country and these these people just want to keep us at war and then want to find ways to spend more money that we got to pay for. That's my soapbox. I'm off of it now. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. <laughs> Boo who? Oh, bless you. Oh, my gosh. I just, how did I just walk into that? I feel like that was, what in the world? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed that I just, like, walked in that whole thing right now. Like, what? <laughs> what did that even happen? I don't even know. Lord. All right, Nicole, what you what you got coming up with uh nurture arrows, Yajima, and all that kind of stuff as we roll to the Man, club. Um and and superfoods or whatever you purium. How can people connect with you? Okay. All that stuff. So um let's go ahead. We'll start from the back to the front. So with superfood, we're always accepting uh potential customers, um, people that want to join in and experience a level of health and wealth that they have not experienced before. Um, So I'm accepting, I'm actually been interviewing people to join my team um, to build generational wealth. And so that's a huge like component for me right now is really focusing on being healthy myself, but then building something generationally and moving outside of traditional means of income. Um, and owning my own and having a legacy so that there's an experience of time freedom, location freedom, and being able to actually be free. There is a um, a sickness that can come when you are don't have enough wealth, right? Or don't have enough income. So like when you are broke, like you can't do, you're, you're deficient in a lot of areas. So really trying to help people catch the vision of like health in a new way, and understand what kind of toxins are around and been in our foods or things that we call food and really kind of level up our health health and remove a lot of the what's called dis-ease in our bodies. So that's number one, always taking people. If you're interested, curious, hit me up. I've got a special code that can get you 25% off. Um, there's always calls tomorrow night at 7 p.m., there is um, a health call. So if you want to learn just more about the health and what we're talking about, um, there's a health opportunity call tomorrow at 7 p.m. Hit me up. I'll give you the link. So that is with my super food company, Purium, which stands for pure and premium. Now, 
We're going to step over to Nurturing Arrows Doula Coaching Services. I've got childbirth classes that are starting next Thursday, um, and they run all the way through the month of March. Every Thursday in the month of March, there's a childbirth class preparing you for birth either at in home or at the hospital or anywhere in between. Um, so that's important. And it doesn't matter how many children you've had or, um, you know, it could be your first baby or your multiples. It's really important for you to sit down, take away some designated time and learn about your birth options. That's important. If you don't learn about it, you don't know that it's available. So that's what I've got going on with Nurturing Arrows. Obviously, always taking doula clients. That's happening um, throughout the year. Um, my apprentice midwifery, that's going really great. We're accepting clients there. I'm in phase three, which is primary under supervision. So I'm able to take on clients with a licensed midwife as a uh, supervising. Um, but I'm the one that's able to provide the skills and services for you throughout your pregnancy, which is really exciting. Um, and then Ujima is um, really just rocking and thriving. We've got some opportunities coming up. We've got a clinic um, March 11th, which is Saturday, March 11th. You can go to the website and um, just schedule a time if you want to be seen by some of our lactation counselors, our CLCs. If you want your the I's dotted and the T's crossed on your pregnancy, you've got questions that maybe you haven't got answers to, you want to know a little bit more, you're interested in home birth, you're interested in making sure like your provider is actually caring for you, and or you just want to see like a Black provider that can give you some support. We've got you. Come on and see us. March 12th. Thank you. I said March 11th. It's March 12th. Saturday, March 12th. You can go to the Ujima Maternity website and you can register um, for the community outreaches there. All righty. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks and, for the opportunity to share. Oh, you're welcome very much. You're welcome very much. Hey, if you want to come on the show, just hit me up and I would glad to bring you on to Humanity Matters one-on-one -on -one to do a one-on-one -on -one interview with you. And you can talk about what you do and how you're helping individuals flourish as human beings. Be on the lookout. Uh, please visit uh, all my different social media stuff. If you haven't connected with me, do all that good stuff. You see it all there. Again, Patreon. Hey, it's my birthday. Once you become a $5 supporter, that would be awesome. Also, check out the podcast, Humanity Matters Podcast, available on all your podcast outlets, wherever you get the talking bobbleheads, as I like to call podcasters. Also, visit the website coho58.org and learn about our nonprofit, the City of Hope Outreach, as well as hopevillagecoho.org. We're starting to lay foundations and we'll start building homes, hoping to have two up in May and have the project finish by the end of this year. Trying to do new creative things here in Conway, Central Arkansas, that it can be scalable throughout the state and all that good stuff. So be on the lookout for that. You can always be a sponsor for the nonprofits, whether that's Coho, Hope Village, or Ujima. Nonprofits are not free. Services are not free. Nope. Finances, cash, in-kind donations, volunteerism, that goes a long way in providing hope to individuals in whatever capacity. So uh, whether it's Coho, Hope Village, or uh, Ujima, 
please connect with me or Nicole, and we will get you connected. So, as always, remember to be loved, to be kind, to be generous, and to be courageous. And if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. Y'all take care, and God bless. Hey, if you found something of value, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Find us on Facebook at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Find us on Twitter at Phil Fletcher. And as always, visit us on the website, philipfletcher.org.